Every business, big or small, depends on the skills and motivation of their workforce. And in today's highly competitive world of business, every employee counts. That's why we're here to help you find better. Welcome to the Monster Hiring Podcast, featuring expert advice on how to hire, lead, and motivate your workforce and keep yourself motivated. I'm Connie Blazik, editor of the Monster Resource Center. Thanks for tuning in. I invite you to visit our library of resources at hiring.monster.com. Recruiting, that interplay between a prospective employer and employee, has found a new dance card. It's called social media. In this podcast, we'll look at how social media is transforming recruitment and how you can get in on the rave. Stay tuned. Social media is reshaping our world, our private conversations, our collective experiences, our access to ideas, and most of all, how we connect to people. And that includes the connection between job seekers and employers. That recruiting conversation has been particularly vibrant on Twitter. Here to talk about the evolution of social media, recruitment, and Twitter is Joe Bozinski. Joe is Vice President of Product and Technology at Monster. Joe, thank you so much for joining me. Connie, thanks for having me. You focus a lot on social media and Twitter in particular. Let's talk about how it's shifting our communication landscape in some very dynamic ways. What are you seeing? So, you know, the the main thing we're seeing right now is kind of this convergence of two two channels, right? We have Facebook and Twitter and both while they converge in a lot of ways, they're both doing very separate things. Uh, and the biggest thing to me is the connections versus the uh, the open exposure to to communication, right? Twitter is about open communication. It's about media. It's about real uh, real time content uh, as it happens. Where Facebook is much more about connections, um, and you know Twitter because of their real time as it happens platform. Uh, has started to take off specifically in our industry and the HR ecosystem and hiring uh, due to hiring is a real-time need, jobs are immediate, um, and therefore where do you turn when you need to get that exposure other than a social channel that has that type of influence like Twitter. Mm -hmm. You shared with me some statistics from a recent conference um, about the growth on Twitter and particularly online recruitment on Twitter. Really astounding numbers. Yeah, no, it's very impressive. Uh, you know, we've we've seen over 43 million tweets of, of job searching in 2014, which is an astonishing number when you look at the grand scheme of uh, how many people are actually looking for jobs in a given year. Uh, over 117,000 daily mentions about looking for a job on Twitter take place. Um, so when you when you look at that real time and when you look at that real time engagement, I think everyone's thinking, how can I tap into that 117,000 uh, talent pool uh, in real time. And that's something that we're, we're aggressively uh, seeking here at Monster. Let's talk about that demographic and what is their uh, reason for being there? The profile of a Twitter user is, is interesting because it's, there's not any one, there's no one size fits all, right? Like which, which is with every social. We, we've seen that it is, uh, you know, mostly uh, over 35% college grad, four-year college grad that use a platform. Uh, it's an even uh, tilt of, of female and male, whereas if you look at Facebook, uh, it's 60% it's female. So there, there are demographics and splits that we see on the platform like that. The one thing we are seeing is as Twitter signs up new MAUs, they are leaning towards the millennials. Um, and when Facebook is getting new MAUs, they're leaning more towards 
Gen Y, Gen X. Um, so from a job market perspective, um, we have the ability to capture both channels uh, as we look to evolve Monster uh, into, into the social sphere of uh, product sets, but um, and certainly identify both sections of millennials and Gen Y, Gen X. And I think even baby boomers are using Facebook a lot. There's about a 14% baby boomer uh, uh, demographic on Facebook. I know my grandmother uses Facebook. Um, so it's, it's very interesting when you look at the splits and how people are using the channels. So let's just rewind a bit here. MAU? Uh, MAU is monthly active users. Um, so <laughs> Facebook has about 1.4 billion today. Uh, Twitter is about 309 million. And how are those people um, searching for jobs or, or, or even branding themselves out there in terms of this new online recruitment market? Yeah, it's interesting because on Twitter, you know, when we when we started looking at Twitter about four years ago, uh, people were shouting uh, out into an empty space for the most part, right? And when I say that, I mean that with all kindness towards Twitter because you're shouting and you're hoping somebody can find you that's going to actually give you a job. So I'm tweeting, I'm looking for a job or I really don't like my job anymore. And nobody was listening that is going to give you a job, right? You're just kind of, Twitter's about you know, giving your thoughts a lot of times and letting people see your thoughts. And what we wanted to do is have real-time responsiveness to those those thoughts that people were having, so those real-life circumstances around around jobs that people were having. So as we started to develop uh, the, a product that would, would listen for that, we, we are now able to, to make sense of that ecosystem for all those users that are on Twitter and that are looking for a job, that are asking, that are announcing their need for a job out of that 117,000 monthly, now we actually have a solution to go and engage them for jobs uh, that fit their, 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 their skill set. Whereas two years ago, it was non-existent. You would just hope and pray that somebody, uh, some, some hiring manager out there on Twitter would, would see your announcement. And now today we make it a reality. And just to uh, specify those platforms that we have at Monster that we've developed for this Monster Twitter cards and social job ads. Yes, yeah, so uh, Monster social job ads, yeah, that's that's definitely the one that <clears throat> that is geared towards going out and grabbing those individuals who are who are both on the platform and, and may not uh, maybe more passive or the seventy three percent that are you know kind of looking for new opportunities but are currently employed. Um, and then there's you know another large percentage of people who are actively announcing their need and want for a job. Uh, so now the uh, our product can go out and actively put an ad in front of those individuals for a job that meets their skill set um, in real time as they're either talking about needing a job um, or have uh, started a job search on the platform themselves and clicking through various opportunities on Twitter. And we don't want to give away the magic sauce, obviously, but right. the magic recipe. <laughs> but it is all about data, yes, and and identifying the the terms, the search terms, people or or the keywords that they're using, and matching those, correlating those with with jobs. I assume that's how it kind of works. Yeah, no, I think at a high level, you're you're right on, Connie. We use Talentbin, uh, which. Uh, with that technology, we can look at over 100 social sources across the web uh, to aggregate skill data on various users and match them up with the Twitter user set. Um, we also use Monster's ex extensive database um, of user profiles 
to do the exact same thing. Um, so when we start looking at all that data and matching it up and weighing and scoring it and doing all these really cool things, we can then match them with every Twitter user. And then uh, we built a taxonomy of targeting that allows for every user to be in a specific bucket based on their skill set and see ads based on what, they're, what they should be looking at for a job um, and not just spamming with irrelevant content to those users. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've been doing this, what, for over a year now, um, as, as much as that? Yep. I'm sure you're seeing it's constantly evolving. It, it, must, it must be very dynamic. Yeah, I mean, uh, social in general, yeah, it's, um, I try to keep up with it. Um, and, uh, you know, I st stay close to, to my millennials that work on my team. Uh, they keep me up on the new stuff before most people know it. I think, you know, we've seen Snapchat start to explode. Um, video, digital media is starting to take a big chunk of the social space. Uh, I don't think in the recruitment industry we're where we need to be with digital media from a video perspective. I think we're, we're heading there, but we have a long way to go to kind of make sense of that and, and get that out uh, as job content. Uh, but it's certainly the direction we're heading uh, and we're looking, we're currently looking at quite a few platforms uh, that we're gonna be reaching uh, new users on uh, for, for job content that will include more of a enhanced digital media perspective from the traditional job content. That's very exciting. Um, so as someone who's all over this social media landscape, you've talked a lot about the importance of employment branding. And I'm wondering, can you explain why is that so important, more important than ever? Yeah, absolutely. So employment branding is you know, it's it's been a, a buzzword <clears throat> uh, for for three years or plus now. Something that everyone's been been looking at, but nobody has been acting on as as, as quickly as they maybe should have. Um, there, there's been quite a few studies, and, and one of the most recent was, you know, employment branding is one of the largest initiatives for Fortune Fives over the next three years, uh, and is seen as one uh, one of the largest future uh, enhancements the HR space needs to go through with marketing over the next three years. So there's going to be a lot of budget put towards that. Uh, why is that? Uh, you know, employment branding does so many things. Companies spend a lot of money on hiring. Companies spend a lot of money on staffing agencies, recruitment, um, and they don't realize how much money can be saved if the if they had an inside-out approach, right? So what employment branding does, what product branding does, it helps people understand what it is you're selling, what you're making. Um, employment branding helps people understand what your culture is about, um, why I want to work for you, um, what's your mission, what are your goals, <clears throat> and there's still a lot of companies that are struggling getting that message out, getting that brand out. And you know, when you look at a company that's effective at employment branding, Lippincott did a study that showed uh, out of five companies that spent three years uh, doing employment branding heavily, they were able to increase shareholder value by two and a half percent. And then they took uh, similar companies at the same size and they looked at ones that were not focused on that or putting budget to it and they actually saw a 0.5 to 1% decrease in shareholder value. Um, so we're seeing it, it's getting written about, uh, it's gonna be a big initiative. Our product set for social uh, drives that KPI for companies. Um, and I think it's something they need to continually be looking at if they wanna reduce cost of hire and, and find talent in this economy in which there's very few especially tech talent, healthcare, finance, uh, it's very aggressive right now. So you need to be winning the employment uh, brand war. And just as importantly, obviously, is employee retention. And I would imagine that in brand, uh, employment branding is not just about 
um, externally broadcasting, but it's also about keeping the troops, so to speak, um, engaged. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I, I think um, we, we, we often either focus on the left or the right. Um, and there's, there's two sides to that, like you said. Um, and you know, if you can do it really well inside, <clears throat> that still spills over outside, right? Um, over 60% of hires are referrals. Uh, that doesn't go to, to every company. And if you have a weak employment brand, uh, you're going to have weaker referrals, which means more cost to hire, uh, retention down. Um, so yeah, it's very important that it's on both sides because, if you do it really well on the inside, it's going to get outside, right? It's again, it goes back to the inside-out approach. Um, so you want you want your staff being able to effectively voice your employment brand for you because the more evangelists you have, the quicker and faster it gets out outside of your walls. Are there any examples that we can uh, talk about that uh, of companies that have done employment branding really well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's there's quite a few um, that that are that are doing well, and want some that are now jumping on and, and starting to actively pursue it. I mean, one that always comes to mind when when I talk about employment branding is Google. Right, everyone jumps on the bandwagon. Um, they started a long time ago. They have they've written a book on culture and branding and, you know, what it's done for their company and what it means. Um, you know, startups do employment branding really well. Um, and when we talk about how difficult it is to hire great talent because, oh, they don't know who our brand is, right? Where, um, you know, you're a mid-sized company, no one's heard of us. There's more to it than that because as coming from the startup space and, and working with other startups, we hire pretty quickly and we seem to find talent like very fast. Um, so when you look at the, from it, a branding perspective, it's more about the conversation of your brand too. Um, and, and I think often you need your entire team to articulate the mission and the brand in the same voice, melody. Um, and the larger the company, the harder it is to, to hold the melody, right? So um, I think the most important thing is to get everyone on that, that same tune uh, and then you're going to find it uh, a lot easier to continue to do that. Mm -hmm. So consistency of, of knowing what your, for lack of a better term, value proposition is? Absolutely. Consistency on what your packages are, what your mission is, um, where you're going over the next three years, uh, why you love to work here, so many things. Um, and I think often we, we, if you were to gather 100 employees from from some of the top Fortune Fives and ask them the same amount of questions, you'd be surprised how many different answers you got. Mm. Well, let's take it from the job seeker perspective. What are some of the benefits for seekers and candidates out there, prospective candidates, that these new platforms or these social media platforms are, are providing? Yeah, that's a great question. Transparency um, and, and ease, ease of access to those who want to grab the opportunity, right? It used to be you put your resume in a mailbox and you wait for somebody to send you a letter and or give you a phone call. And then it was you put it in an email and then you wait for somebody to email you back. Now we have direct communication to hiring managers and they've they've kind of let their guard down by saying I'm on if I'm on Twitter, like do your best, like get my attention. Um, <clears throat> Elon Musk is one of the, one of many individuals who will only hire certain roles through Twitter. He will not, will not hire any other way. The, the um, uh, CEO of Tesla. That's correct. Um, and it's really interesting because you can tell a lot by how somebody approaches you on social um, and uh, how they engage 
with you, what, what type of, uh, what's their opening line and stuff like that. So um, it's been it's been a lot easier for for talent to kind of a- approach the this this new market, and certainly the millennials who are more used to communicating on those platforms through text, through Twitter, through Facebook, through social. Um, so yeah, I f- I feel like they have a leg up with 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 where we're going. Um, they just need to employers need to have that presence and be willing to accept it. And then they're going to find finding talent is much easier when they open up their communication channels outside of their ATS. Mm-hmm. Are there any etiquette tips for both seekers as well as employers in terms of that, that conversation and how you reach out and what happens when you do make contact? Absolutely. I think for employers, the biggest piece is consistency across all your channels, right? Um, if you're being looked at, you're being looked at on more than Twitter, uh, more than Facebook, you're, they're going to go everywhere. So if your message isn't consistent, uh, if your, your content isn't consistent, then it's confusing as to why I want to work for you. Um, or if you have a presence, but no content, no voice, and it's just like, I'm here just to be here again, that's, that's a huge turnoff. Um, today the especially going to millennials when they're looking for work they they want to see that people are embracing the same technology that they're embracing as they move through their career and and when the direction that they're heading um and for a seeker you know it's it's pretty simple it's common sense um if you have a social channel you use with your friends keep it with your friends, set up a new professional social channel, um, tweet relative content about what it is you want to do, um, the companies that you're looking to work for, the space they're in, um, post those things. Be an expert in your industry, act like a professional, and keep your personal and your professional separate if you need to, but go through that. And, and, and again, common sense first and foremost before you start engaging with employers. Right. Always think right. before you hit send. Yes. Those are great tips. Um, so what do you see ahead for social recruitment, social media recruitment in 2016? Yeah, I mean, it's programmatic marketing, um, better, you know, minority report marketing, right? I don't know if you ever saw that, but, you know, I think there's going to come a time where you're going to be so highly targeted for opportunities. Um, it's, it's, it may blow your mind a little bit when you're, you're, you're walking through a mall, uh, a retail store, and you work for, you know, you work for, uh, I don't know, uh, Lucky Brand Jeans, and then you're walking past Aeropostale, and it's like, hey, I know you work for Lucky, but why don't you come in and interview with me now because you're right outside my door. There's going to be things like that. There's already geo-marketing. There's already things going on. We're going to consistently become smarter about where people are in their day and how to get their attention. Um, uh, and you know, I, to me, that's where we're heading. It's real time, real time hiring. Um, get me when I'm driving past your building. Um, if I knew a superstar, big data, you know, big data scientist was, was right outside my door having lunch with one of my employees. Um, and they could say, I could serve that person an ad, like you're here and we're looking for someone like you, like, do you want to (laughs) meet? Like that's huge. Uh, so I think we're going to see direction start to shift. I don't think that's tomorrow, but to me, that's where we're heading. And that's where Monster's focused as well? Yeah, Monster's going to continue to be focused on real-time real time hiring, real-time marketing within the hiring space and, and getting people where they're spending most of their time relative to their skill set, right? Um, we don't need to send people... Uh, 
non-relevant content. This is going to be a, a space where we have multiple distribution channels across out-of-bounds talent. Um, for years, talent has been unreachable across all these channels. For, for the first time, um, as we look to evolve into other social channels over the next couple months, uh, this talent pool is 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 ours and we get to reach them for our clients and it's very exciting that is very exciting joe thanks so much for coming in my pleasure thank you for having me connie joe bazinski is vice president of product and technology at monster learn more about how social media is impacting recruitment visit the monster resource center at hiring.monster.com and read about social media recruiting trends that's hiring.monster.com click on the resource center tab when you get there our podcast page also includes a transcript of our conversation with Joe Brzezinski, as well as a special offer for Monster Podcast listeners who are looking to find better. I'm Connie Blazik. Thank you so much for listening.